Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Big Soul Effect, or Charlie for RB Soul Effect TV. This is the podcast we hear interviews from legendary artists, the stories of iconic artists' legacies, as well as their albums and more. So, with it being said, make sure you guys follow RB Soul Effect TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow our podcast on AHA Radio and Anchor. So, on that note, we out to Peace. Hey, what's up? What's up? Good evening. Happy Thursday. Yeah, happy yeah, happy Thursday to you. What's going on? Nothing. nothing. Yeah, let me put this on vibration. My phone is going off. All right. Yeah, this is our first time since like 2021, last time you we were live together. And mm-hmm. back, like, that's what I had my, my uh, wild uh, uh, black Goku version hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball. I don't know, yeah. you know, like 2020, you know, I was going through it, you know what I'm saying? And after uh, I was uh, like, yeah, it's time to go ahead and cut, mm-hmm. cut all the stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, I thought to myself, you know, a while back, I was like, let me go ahead and, you know, interview you because. Yeah, you know, people know you by you know Super Swat Entertainment, they know you by Miss Smooth Jail on the podcast. So they see you there working right in NYC. And I was like, let me go ahead and interview her so you can tell your story. You yes. know, somebody trying to tell it for you and stuff like uh-huh. that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, I want to start off. You know, okay, where you from and what inspired you to have love for music? Um, I was um born in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up on on Staten Island, the Stapleton Projects, so that's the hood. And, um, like, um, I'm of Nigerian descent. And, like, you know, um, I grew up with the love of music. Even though I was grown up during my childhood days, I was more into me. Um, um, I was, um... I was like, you know, I'm a cartoon girl. I was a cartoon girl, but, uh, like, you know, um, has... As, as I grew older during my childhood years, I just experienced my love of music, like R&B and pop, and like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you you be the child of the 90s. Um, what was your earliest uh, favorite show, you know, you used to watch all the time, before as like music TV shows? Oh, um, all my favorite shows, um, um, Family Matters. I grew up watching Family Matters, The Wayans Brothers, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch with the Black Talking Cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that was a bomb right there. Mm-hmm. That's a great show and stuff. Yeah, ain't nothing like the 90s. You know, 90s was a great time. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Compared yeah. To back then and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as the 2000s rolled in, uh, uh, you know, like what type of activities, you know, what you into, you know, in school? Oh, what type of um, activities? Um, I was um, into uh, music because, you know, when they came out to music, um, my my very first radio station that I listened to was Z100. So, like, you know, um, has the people um, that I was in, um, that I was um, uh, that were in the same class with me, they would be like, you know, singing the songs, um, you know, during um, the free time in the playground. They'd be like, like doing their own dance to the song. And I was like, and, and I was like, oh, oh wow. That's what's up, though, man. Yeah. And, and that's what, like, you know, uh, made me uh, get into music. 
Yeah, you know, you, you know, like from there, you think to yourself, like, you know, what I could really do this, you know, as you uh, yeah. learn and stuff. Uh huh. It's like you know, um, as growing up, I always just say to myself, um, I hope um I'm able to meet these people because um before I was a teenager, I was uh, watching like you know um award shows like that. I remember this was back in the early 2000s. I was watching Dr. Dre and Eminem perform um live. I forgot which award show it was, but I was like. I was like, man. Wow. Yeah. I, I I think I know what you're talking about. That had to be uh, the MTV Awards or maybe, uh, I'm going to say, which is the Source Awards used to be. Uh, that's what Benzino used to run. Him and uh, yeah. David Myers. got to be one of them two, I'm thinking. That's, that's probably like during the Open Smoke era, uh, too, was uh-huh. happening. Um, uh, yeah. And then speaking of, of, like, you know, the Source Awards, it's like, um, that's, um, it's like, I forgot about that until you just brought it up. Yeah. That the source was, but I was like, man, how come they don't do it anymore? I know, you know, it's crazy. Ever since they got rid of uh, Biz, you know, Dave Myers, like, it just went downhill and stuff. And that, mm-hmm. that one show lasted from 94 up until, like, uh, 2002. No, 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 no. Okay, then the 50 Cent beat, it lasted up to, like, 2004. After that, you know, it just disappeared and stuff. So about, about yeah. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Course it was was dope, you know. It was, it was a great, great run and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as you bold yourself, you know, uh, in your teens and stuff, uh, did you like involve yourself like into radio or like become like aspired actresses and stuff? Like, who inspired you back in those uh, two thousand? Uh, basically, like you know, um, music like um inspired me. I've I've been singing before I was a teenager. Like when my favorite songs came on, it's like you know, um, I will um sing it um along. Um, I, I will sing it along with the lyrics, even though if it's not playing, cause you you know, um, back in those days, it's like you know, back in those days, you will um go on the computer and you will print out um you will print out lyrics to um the song. You know, uh, that was the um uh, that's a fact. That was one of the most popular things to do when you was a kid and a teenager. Like, you know, knowing the words to your favorite songs, but that way, like, you know, or you could sing it. And during my middle school days, it's like, you know, um, I started, like, um, I was um, singing a whole lot. People say, oh, my gosh, you could sing. Oh, well, did oh, you know, <laughs> uh, was there anybody, like, your family that was a singer that, that pretty much inspired you want to sing? Or that's something that just came, you know, by yourself, as far as, like, developing um, I, I develop because um, I look at myself in the mirror all the time, and I say to myself that growing up, um, I was like, man, um, I really see myself as a famous singer, but I, but I was always off and on. Off and on, yeah. I think you know the two thousands. You know, it, it was a great moment, but it was kind of like you know, it's like people felt inspired, then it felt uninspired because here, here it is. We had when R and B was going different directions. We had a snap music. We had uh, was trap music. Yeah. Like, man, the world season park, you know, that didn't help, you know. So, uh-huh. um, as the 2010s rolled in, you know, now, you know, you live in, you know, like, you live in New York, um, you know, what's the scene like, you know, when you network, you know, when you go to different places and meet up with people and stuff? And, you know, like, um, you know, as far as, like, if, if anybody was to come to New York, you know, what they got to do to network, you know, when you come to, like, these different events and stuff? I, I know it's it's, it's, it's a different vibe where you were. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, like uh, if you want to go to um any venue in New York, you have to know um how to approach somebody, you know, because you know um New Yorkers they're very blunt. You have to know um, you have to tell them on uh, who you are, where you're from, and um, uh, like you know on uh, what you do, what's your occupation, and basically what your business is about. So like you know when they see on uh, what your business is about, um they will be like you know interested, like you know to know and everything. Yeah, absolutely, and stuff. Um, by the time you know you're bringing to a businesswoman, do you think to yourself like you know what? By the time you got your twenties, do you think to yourself back then like you know what? I'm gonna take this this situation you know seriously because I feel like you know this is where I, I, I belong. And besides, you know other stuff that you was inspired that you did like, but you be involved in entertainment business. Do you think to yourself you was like 21, 22, like you know what? I, I feel like this is this is really me. You know, say besides other avenues. Uh huh. Uh-huh. When I started, um, like, networking at venues, I was just saying to myself, like, you know, this is um, definitely, like, you know, something that I should do and something that I should be consistent of because I get positive compliments from people all the time when I go to um, events to network what I do, what I want to do in the future, how I want to, like, you know, promote this. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, uh, if you could name some of the artists that you met that kind of stood out for you, do you think to yourself, like, oh, my God, I actually met this person? I mean, we, I mean like, when you first started meeting people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I actually, um, the first summer artist that, you know, I actually uh, met in person was Monifa. She was very sweet. Um, she, um, uh, she like, you know, um, laughed. She treated me with respect. Oh, that's what's up, though. Yeah, she... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from there, you know, as time evolved, uh, how did you, uh, you know, come up with the name Silver Swan Entertainment and uh, what inspired you to create your own business? Uh, basically, like, you know, when I first started my music uh, brand, I um, labeled it as the new entertainment. And I, um, and like, you know, I was um, telling um, people that, you know, it's about like uh, bringing real R&B back in a new era because everybody said that they miss real R&B, but you're not supporting it. That's why it's not fully back. And like, as the, as the um, days goes by is that, you know, um, the record labels are not doing a great job. They're signing like, you know, um, singers that are not that talented so um as as the time goes by I was like I was just saying to myself like you know I just uh, need to like you know um come up with another name more pacific that relates to real R&B music classic R&B music real R&B soul R&B soul so I was just saying to myself that you know Silver is um, basically like, you know, the color like, you know, that sparkles because when you um hear like, you know, um R&B music, like the classics, the old schools, like, you know, it, it sparkles and silver sparkles. Swan is the bird that represents real R&B, the quiet storm R&B. So, so I was like, okay, um, I'm going to like, I, I had to do a lot of things. I was like, okay, now I'm going to put it together like Silver Swan Entertainment. Yeah, that's a great name, you know, because I don't think, you know, I think, you know, when somebody looks at it and to yourself, like, oh, what does that mean that you breaking it down when people say, mm-hmm. okay, that's what it means and stuff, and you lay it down. But some people, they come up with names, they try to think to themselves, like, oh, man, like, what can I come up with? Hello, like, you put a title in, like, you got to write down, I mean, like, you mean, like yeah. break it down what this all about, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, what inspired you to, you know, matter of fact, I mean, like, I don't see you, like, like you know, man, was it Jeff Red, Four Some Ds? I was yeah. like, I five. I mean, so many people and stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, to build you up. Uh, you know, what did, what did I like about New York, the culture of New York? I mean, you know, it's so, like, thick of, like, so many great, talented people that's, you know, come mm-hmm. stuff. And to see you network like that, I mean, you know, like the GUI. You know, uh-huh. like was like the cast of Love and Hip Hop. I mean, to see you everywhere, I'm like, man, this sister, she's grinding more than having people that be grinding here. Why? It's like, it's like, you gotta stay on it. You know, I, I, because it's like, you know, when I first um, saw um, those um, people when I was growing up, uh, when I was hearing the, their songs on the radio, when I was watching them on TV, when I was watching their music videos, I was like, oh my God, I really want to meet these people. I hope that I'm able to like, you know, meet these people. So like, as I grow older, I was like, okay, no, I'll probably like, you know, um, I would meet them at a radio station, at an event. How am I going to meet them at a concert? So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Now, get into this uh, whole podcast game, because, you know, that was the year that everybody was, you know, doing the podcast. Uh, what inspired you to be like, you know what, I, I want to do the podcast is let, to let people know that my company's more than just, you know, what people see, you know, saying I, I could do podcasts as well. So what what, made, what, what inspired you to want to get into that? Because of me, I like to communicate with people. Um, I like uh, to to communicate with people when it comes on to like you know business and music. I always like to show my professional side. So I was just uh, saying to myself is that you know instead of um, me like you know um going out to network take uh, um like you know um. Um, taking pictures on with um, these um famous singers, I was just saying to myself, you know, I'm gonna go right ahead and do my podcast. So um, so like you know, I started um, I started um last year January 2021 on the third, and and like you know, it, it went from there. Yeah. Forty-two interviews. Uh, I was like, oh my God, it's a blessing. It's like when 2021 like ended, it ended, um, it um ended well for me. I was like, I, I accomplished 33 interviews. That's good. I know some podcasts only started two years ago. They barely got 15 interviews, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's the real truth. And sometimes, you know, it just all depends. You know, some people like what they like, you know. So that's good. Mm-hmm. You accomplish everything in a short period of time that most the podcast hosts did. Um, of all the interviews that you've done and stuff, what, I mean, you know, if you could name some of the interviews that, that, that stand out to you and, like, what's your favorite interview you done? I mean, as far as, like, like your opinion. Um, I have a couple. I can, like, uh, basically, like, you know, um, say, um, um, like, you know, name a um, couple of them by heart, but, like, most of my interviews are over an hour. And, and basically, like most of my interviews, um, that you, um, my interviews that basically over an hour is that you know it tells like that you know I know the aspect and the concept of um of music, the history of that artist. The artist, yeah, that, that makes sense. I know because uh, I, I had a, I had I had one podcast host ask me, you know, what's your favorite interview, and I hate to say certain names because you know you got other celebrities that follow you, and they might feel some type of way. And, you know, and I don't think that some people understand, you know, it's like, as a podcast host, like, you can give out great questions. Sometimes with some artists, they have, um, how can I put it? It's like, some, some artists' energy is good, and some and some artists, they have awkward energy. You think to yourself, like, okay, I'm trying to give this question, like, come on now, you know, like, work with me, man, you know? And 
that's how that's how it be, you know. But uh, but uh, with that being said, um, where do you see some as far as entertainment, you know, going in like the next five or ten years, as far as entertainment wise? Um, basically, um, I um see on uh, Silver Swan Entertainment, like you know, um, promoting globally, like you know, I um, mean, uh, around um foreign countries. I see Silver Swan Entertainment having its own office, like you know, um, and I have um a silver and um I, I see a Silver Swan Entertainment having um showcases uh, for like you know these um legendary um singers. Each um showcase will have an opening and like you know it'll be a host. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, cause I could see that. You know, cause the stuff that you be doing, you be on the grind and stuff. Cause I know, be you talk on the phone and you would talk about putting these constant shows together. If mm-hmm. if it's a long list too. Okay, like if if you had to do, if, if somebody came to you, be like, okay, hey, you know, I'm gonna pay you ten million dollars. If you could, if you go, uh, you could host and and put together a '90s female R&B tour, no matter if it's solo or a group. If you had to pick uh, five people, as far as females, who would you pick? I'm a five. I'm a five groups, or like um, uh, I'm a okay, five in between groups. solo and uh. And group. A, it could be like you know a solo singer or a group, or it doesn't matter. Yeah, no matter. Oh, okay, I'll pick. I'll pick five. I'll pick um. I'll pick Jade. I'll pick Escape. I'll pick SWV TLC, and I'll and, and uh, who else? Um, I'll pick Shanice. Shanice, yeah, that'd be because, because that'll be like a unique mix. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be a great show right there. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, yeah, and just having the right promoter, yeah, that that everybody be at that show. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, on that side though, you know that you've been a gay for a long time and stuff. You know, you know, mm-hmm. like, like groups and artists come and go, yes, and stuff. Because um, I know you get questions, and I know I know I get questions too all the time. But like, man, you know, with some of these artists, you know, come together, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. those money and pride, you know, uh-huh. keep them separated. Um, you know, for you, you know. You know, uh, as a businesswoman and a visionary, you know, uh, which of like you know the members of the group you wish they was back together? If it, if they would just come together as far as business wise, uh, I wish on that. Um, I, I wish that the original members of um, Changing Faces could come back. The original members of um, in Vogue, and um, I mean, like, there's a lot. Um, a, a lot of new members, I mean, like, um, a lot of these, um, legendary singing groups. Yeah, it is a lot of them, yeah. And it, it, it is sad, too, though, because, you know, it's sad, you know, when you go to these Abilese parties or you go to these events and stuff, there's always somebody in the artist's family or their so-called friends trying to mess things up. They're like, but well, you should yeah. speak more than this person or you sound better than this person. It's, for some reason, uh-huh. like, in the head, it'd be like, man, uh-huh. man this group, I'm done, this and that. And, uh-huh. okay. and, and like, you know, are they supposed to agree with each other when it comes to them, like, you know, going in the studio, um, writing a song and performing live? You can't disagree. Even though, um, if y'all have your disagreements, is that, you know, um, the fans and, and even me and you hate to see them depart and then, like, you know, they will be replaced with a new member. 
Yeah, and I, I think I think you know what hurt the seventies, eighties, and nineties. You know mm-hmm. that you know they didn't have no mentor. You know they didn't have like the role. They didn't have like a role model there that just you know kept everybody together. You know kept everybody focused. Mm-hmm. Stuff. And I think that's what hurts have a population of, of, of RB male and female groups and stuff. And, and also like, you know, speak and, and I also like the original members of Jay to come uh, to come back together. That would be a blessing. That would be a blessing, you know. That would be a blessing. You know, it's it's sad like they only made two albums. They made a was it BP uh live album back in ninety four, ninety three, something like that. And uh you know, it's sad though. You know, when these groups just now getting started at the peak of their career, and all of a sudden just flat. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, I love. I mean, you know, me, you would love for that to happen, but you know, uh-huh. only God knows their future and stuff. It is sad. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Because you know, um, uh, when you fight for so long, and like you know, or you just be saying to yourself, like you know, um, like you know um enough is enough this is not worth it anymore just let me forgive this person let's get back together it's like you know um a certain um amount of people out there they would just like hold on to like you know what happened between um, them and the other group member for years yeah absolutely and stuff you know and speaking of which you know i know you saw this on your on, on uh on facebook probably like other uh pages and stuff but uh making a long story short, uh, if uh okay so some dude bought bought Twitter, if you had the opportunity to buy BET, what would you do with BT Network? Oh, what would I do with BET um a network? Yeah. I would just um I would just be the executive director of the network, saying that you know, um listen that you know, soul train I'm a sure I'm a air, I'm a sure in the air like you know, um I'm a share like you know um every um Saturday at one Soul Train uh, I, I will bring Soul Train back I will bring um like you know um mi- midnight um I-, I forgot that show that they always do on oh, um, yeah, yeah midnight love I-, I would just like you know um s- s- say like you know um let's just um uh, bring like you know all the uh classic BET, like, you know, shows back. Oh, yeah, like, what's it, Video Vibrations, <laughs> they had Video yeah. mm-hmm. they had, uh, uh, of course, most of the part. Video LP. Yeah, uh, what's that show? Mm-hmm. T Summit, that saved my life in the 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So many shows, yeah, they had Common View, uh, they had a bunch of programs on BET back in those days, you know. Uh, uh-huh. Sunday best, you know. They had um, oh, oh, um, oh, they had that animated chick, um, Rita. They oh. had um, some. Uh, they had some other host. Yeah. Uh, they had some other host uh, that was um every, that was there every afternoon. Her name is uh, Tiffany. You remember Tiffany? Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany. I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, Planet Groove. I forgot about this show with Rachel. Mm-hmm. I remember Tiffany. Yeah, uh, uh, what's the show called? Video Links. I think it was called something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great show too. That lasted for like, I think like two or three years, and they replaced her for this poor mm-hmm. dirty dude. But that's a whole different story. I, I bet the guy he's a weirdo. But uh, oh. yeah, you know. But um, you know, like what I like about you, you know, it's like we need more black women like you to really 
brings something different to the game that mm-hmm. hasn't been seen in a long time. Because the bad part with Black Widow today is like some of them that get on TV and radio, they talk a the game like, "Oh, y'all do this for the culture." To come find out, you don't see none of that. They, 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 they mm-hmm. just take the money and put in their pockets and stuff. Um, you know, you know, I remember a long time ago, uh, me was talking. You know, like if you had an opportunity to create a movie about New Jack Swing and stuff, and you know, there's so many New Jack Swing people on there. You know, oh, and, yeah. yeah. If you could name the producers or writers who you love to work with to create, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would, and speaking of New Jack Swing, that's a great idea that you brought up. I would actually um do a biopic about how um New Jack Swing started. Like I would pick like you know an actor that you know looks just like Teddy Riley. You know it, that that would be amazing. And like you know, I had a discussion with you about um me having a show calling. Um, that's named Woman of the New Jack. You know, bringing the around the way girls um together. Um, that you know what um silhouette dancers, singers, like you know um to tell their story, to promote their business, to um to like you know um tell just tell their side of the story. Yeah, I think I think it's good too though because the sad part about here is we got all these so called black networks, TV one. Uh, and, uh, well, Bounce TV used to be black, but that's a whole different conversation. But uh, you got BET, and the bad part about it is like nobody that nobody's not knowing their stories and stuff, you know. And my question to BET is like, okay, that's good. You talk about like country mm-hmm. dancers, mm-hmm. the girl dancers, but what about the New Jack Sweet women? I mean, they put a lot of work in too. Yeah, uh huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. You know, because I know, because like, you know, like you, you, you and our generation is like, you know, we had, uh, was it Word Up Magazine, The Beat? Yes. Magazine, and, you know, Ebony, Ebony, Ebony. Ebony. Mm-hmm. It's been out forever. Yeah. And, you know, it's sad, though, because, you know, Jet Magazine to me was like the go to, you know, magazine to read. I used to look at albums, I used to look at what songs with number one are. Who done the interview? Uh, you know all, all kinds of stuff. You know, uh, you as a fan, you know, uh, we go to like record stores and stuff like that. You know, what's some of the CDs that you got in mind? You know, so like, you know, like you create a put like a whole playlist together. Uh, oh, on some of on the CDs, like you know, um, the CDs um of um of like you know the top R&B and female singers uh, that you know are made an impact in the music business. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you know, um, it's it's a whole lot to like you know list, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I make a playlist of. Yeah, um, you know, it. I, I remember, I remember one time I was talking to you about something. I forgot who it was, and you know, and shouts to you know, uh, Alora, and uh, and Julia, and uh, what's her name, Tisha. Uh, no, no, a uh, uh, yeah, Julia and Tisha of ex girlfriend. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I said something about uh, it was I was, I was interviewing uh, a little while back. I said I'd love to see ex girlfriend and 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 they to do a song together like a one time. Oh, oh yeah, that would be epic. Woo! That would be epic. That would be dope. Yeah, and I'm like, hopefully, you know, if the manager of Laura see this, whatever, please make that happen because. Yeah, yeah. Making an up-tempo song, whatever it is, because mm-hmm. ladies blow through the roof off a song. I mean, yeah, 
Uh-huh. The hold against them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just want to say congratulations to Allure being recognized. Shouts to Dick Cannon for acknowledging Allure on, uh, what's it called, the Foxes? Uh, the Max Singer. The yeah. I'm glad he acknowledged that because that's a good look for Allure. I'm glad. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Yeah, because anybody else probably would never even say that about it. And I'm glad Dick mm-hmm. Cannon, you know, did act on Cootery, you know, through that. So, and I'm mm-hmm. glad you mentioned that. Cause, and people don't understand that Allure was the first and only female black group, you know, that they were like the first ladies of, of Crave Records before it folded and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, man, you know, I'm glad they got recognized. And who knows? We'll, we might see them all there. If, if, if we do see them on the mask, that's a great look for them. So, mm-hmm. hey, what's going on, Renee? Hey, tell your nieces, tell the management, make that shit happen for real. Yes, yes, yes. Have yeah. a discussion with them. Yeah. Oh, somebody wrote down a list. Oh, thank you, Anna, sir. Faith Evans, Mary J. Blige, Aaliyah, Cut Close, Changing Faces, Misha Lay, Jade, Shanice, Tamia, Willie Max, and Vogue, Tony Braxton, Jody Watley, or Laura Shades. Oh, yeah, you know, I forgot who Willie Max is. Who is that, um, Rashad? Willie Max? Oh, man, yeah, that was an artist. I think it was an art. Yeah, it was an RBC. There was, they had, there wasn't what to call, like, well-known it was one of the type of kind of like those come and go artists, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There for a brief moment and then, you know, never heard again and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like, it's kind of like a person be a one-hit wonder, you know? It's like you see them for a whole year or two, after that you don't see them no more. Mm-hmm. Like- yeah, because, you know, um, and like um, artists in our era, in the R&B and the New Jack Swing era, is that we never heard of before. As time goes by, it's like, you know, we were here, it's like, oh, who are they? Like, for an example, the Woody Brothers. Yeah, I They know. were a new Jack Swing group back in the day. I was like, oh, um, who are they? And yeah. we never heard of them growing up. I never heard. I never seen them on BET. I ain't never seen MTV. And I think they probably was on this show. What's the, what's the channel called? The Box or something like that? But, mm-hmm. you know, back in those days, you know, depending on how arts was promoted, you know, that's the only thing about it, you know. And a lot of them, you know, they came and went. Like, there was a group that everybody was telling me, said, man, like, I know you heard of the Party Machine crew. I'm like, who the hell is the Party Machine? And then, and then I looked them up, and I was like, okay, they could dance, they had talent, but the music they, they didn't really click. They only had one album, that was it, you know, so. Oh, oh wow. Um, Shades underscore son once said, Willie Mack still doing shows down south with Sir Charles and Pookie Bear. Okay. Oh. Yeah, shout to, yeah, shout to Willie Mack. That's good. You know, saying, you know, and that's the thing, too, though, because, uh, you know, that's art, you know, that the people ask me what happened to this artist, I tell them all the time, you know, it's how they promote it. You know, back in, back in the day, it's like, they didn't, you know, like, we didn't have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter had done it. Like, our word of mouth was, like, at the barbershops, the beauty shops. You might hear rumors of different artists. Uh, you might go to a record store. Or you might hear mm-hmm. some, you know, that was the word of mouth and stuff. But, yeah, you don't see stuff like that no more, you know, things. Uh, as, you know, as this year, uh, here we are, like, heading towards the summer, uh, what's your plans for the summer, you know, for Silver Swire Entertainment? Oh, oh, my plans for the summer is to be consistent like crazy, promoting, um, uh, promote, keep on promoting my business. It's like being consistent every day and just like basically staying cool. I, I really don't. And my actual plan for the summer is going out of state and promoting my brand. Yeah. 
And that, yeah, yeah, I agree with you, though. That, that's the best way. You know, it's like as much as I love, you know, where I'm at, you know, it doesn't like going out of town and, you know, marking your brand and promoting and stuff because that's where you connect with a bunch of different mm-hmm. people. You know, some people yeah. think that okay, New York is the place where they promote it. People don't realize, you know, you got to go to other places too, as well. You know, especially to be around the same area for so long and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. there's a real truth. And you know, not to not to take the subject, I just realized, you know, I see you drink a bottle of water, I got a bottle of water too. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like every time you talk, you just like, gotta stay dehydrated because it, yeah. um, actually, I just had a Snicker bar. So, and, and you know, Snickers, um, they're like, you know, um, very addicting. You just say that, okay, I'm not gonna have a Snicker bar, but oh well. You get a crave. I don't, I don't. Last time you talk, I don't, I don't know what video it was. Yeah, okay, I had a Pepsi, you had a Pepsi. I'm like, man, it's like me, Herbie, thinking like it without even knowing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I realize, like, you, mm-hmm. and, and people that's viewing this, we heard got the same side. I'm a Catholic, uh-huh. you know. Say I'm black and never. I'm I'm, uh, I'm Nigerian and, 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 and Indian. She's, you know, saying, you know, she's not. Uh, people don't know it. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, people. Um, people um, don't think that you're Nigerian, which they think that you know yeah. you're a light skinned black man. You know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it would, like, when I show a picture of my families and stuff, you're like, oh, okay, I get it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I get it, because I got mistaken, I got mistaken for a Cuban, Puerto Rican, uh, man, you know, because of my hair, you know, skin tone, uh-huh. I get it, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not done mm-hmm. man. But, but shout out to all my Puerto Rican brothers and sisters and, and Cuban mm-hmm. stuff, though, but nah, you know, that's why mm-hmm. so me like, let me go ahead and post my heritage and stuff like that so people could understand, you know, my roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my mm-hmm. other side, you know, said that's all that's all it is. You know, it's a combination of both, you know, Native Americans and Nigerians, so saying, but you know, everybody been here all their lives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but 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 uh peace and blessings to my family. But uh <laughs> But my, my dad said he just black American, you know what I'm saying? You know, but that's a whole different conversation on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, you know, thank you for letting me interview you because I feel like, you know, your story definitely need to be told, you know what I'm saying? Yes, 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 most definitely. You know, thank you so much for having me as a guest on your podcast. Yeah, no problem. You know, because I always try to give other podcasts opportunities to tell their story. It is bad and sad, though, because... You know, especially, you know, you've been doing this for so many years. Mm-hmm. And it's like people see what you do, you know, every day on social media. But they, is, you know, saying they look at you one way and don't know your history to be like, okay, you know, saying like with mm-hmm. me, like when I had like, I wasn't the hype magazine and 40 sports, but they did an article on me and people read my history. Like, oh, well, I never shot did all this and this and this and this. But yeah, you know, um, it's like you just gotta keep like you know what you do on the down low, because it's like you know, um, if you tell people what you do, oh, that's a whole, oh, oh, uh, that's a problem. They would just want, uh, want to be in your business, or they expect you to like you know, um, uh, oh, oh, oh my gosh, can you like you know let me um meet my favorite singer? Oh my gosh, I love this person so much. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's one thing I hate about the internet because they think that. I mean, I get it because the internet came very late in the game. I wish mm-hmm. it was the 90s, though, but, you know, that's what kind of tricked me out. People are like, oh, man, well, you're like, you must be a new school person. Nah, I'm not new to this. I've been doing this since I was, like, 14, 15 years old, you know, so you got to go all the <laughs> way back to, like, 96 for, for all that, you know. Yeah, but, if, uh, if only we could go back in time. <laughs> I swear, you know, like, 
if I go back and know what I know now, it been it been totally different and stuff. And oh my God, you know, saying yeah, that's a whole different that's a whole different conversation for another time. But uh, on that note, you know, saying uh, thank you for taking time to come on here and make sure you guys follow Civil Swan Entertainment on IG. Check out some of her interviews in the past. You know, she did so many Gago interviews. You know, what I'm saying and uh, this sister right here definitely, you know, got to go. And you watch out. You never know what's coming next, you know, saying with her, you know, saying make sure you guys follow Miss Smooth Jam on IG as well. So all that know, hope you guys have a blessed, happy soul Thursday. I can't believe we're about to go in May already. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, we only have um, this evening, fr- tomorrow, which is Friday and Saturday. Then boom, Sunday, we in May. Ooh, 2022 is flying. But it's like uh, by the time we open our eyes, we already in December thirty first. I know it's like every time I wake up, I'm like this goes go by quick and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And and for those that don't know, you know, me and her got big plans. So if you don't look at what's going to happen, so no, okay, it, it's it's like make sure y'all stay tuned. Yeah, can't get the details though, but you guys gonna like what you're going to see. Yeah, uh-huh. make sure y'all stay tuned. We're not gonna tell y'all. Make sure y'all stay tuned. Yeah, I had a fan that said this a while back. I wish I would have told you this on the phone, and it, it, it hit me to the last minute. I don't know who this lady was. I think her name was uh, Jessica or something like that. And uh, she said that she called me Dottie Simpson. She called you Sherry Carter. And I was like, oh. wow. And I remember I seen it, and I get a chance to really let it sink in. And then it hit me later on. I said, wow. You know what I'm saying? And I always get Dottie Simpson comparisons all the time. And I get it because I was born in the early 80s. So I get that. You know what I'm saying? And, and people don't realize all the images they see, you know, it's what I represent. If it was for Doc Hood, I mean, if it was for, yeah, Doc Hood is, Dottie Simpson, uh, R.C.D. Hall, those brothers, it would be on me. As far as, as far as from the male perspective and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can I put it? You had Sherry Carter, you had Free for One of Six Apart, then yeah. you had Tiffany. AJ. Free and AJ at 106 yeah. in Park. Yeah, so, you know, it's like, yeah, 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 Dottie C. Carter, you had Free AJ, it is us, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you know, Dottie C. Carter, they had the 90s, AJ and Free, they had a, the 2000s. We got the, you know, say, like the 2020s, you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all over again. Yeah. So, uh-huh. You know, and stuff, so... Yeah, that's pretty much about it. So all that note, you know, say hope you have a blessed uh, evening mm-hmm. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You do the same. Talk to you um soon. Okay, you got it. Okay.